Thank you all for tuning in. You're now tuning in to my podcast, Difficult People Chronicles. I'm seriously focused, Johnny SF Johnny. Today's episode is a Q&A, and it is called Led by the Holy Spirit. How can someone distinguish between being led by the Holy Spirit and their own flesh? So, I was going to give you four examples, but now I'm going to give you five, because what came to me, which I didn't write down in my notes, was a quick example. And a quick example is basically how one operates. Are they operating worldly as, to, as opposed to what would Jesus do? So that's the quick example. Are you operating out of the spirit in a worldly sense? Or are, are you operating out of the Holy Spirit in a godly sense? And what would Jesus do? That's number one. Now, number two, going all the way to the end, would be my examples. Number two is courage. The type of words like do it, having no fear, and a godly power that God wants you to exercise wisely, given his direction. So let me give you an example. The Holy Spirit, sometimes when a person has uh, self-esteem issues or they're quiet or they're going through a transformation change within themselves, you, you have some Christians that are shy or they shy away to certain things. But when the Holy Spirit gets activated in them, it's this boldness, courage, certain things that they don't want to do, they'll have those words inside of them that would say something like do it or do it anyway or don't fear it's it's a godly power that when God communicates with them they have to carry out whatever God wants them to do given his direction that brought me to scripture Haggai chapter 2 verse 5 this is what I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt and my spirit remains among you do not fear So there are times when I had to do things because God told me to like one time God said, pray for a particular person. And as a woman, (laughs) you know, the, the worldly part of me was asking a whole heap of questions. Like, why am I praying for this person? I don't know this person. I just met this person today. All I know is her name is X, Y, and Z. She don't even know me. I don't know her, but why? But still, I went home and prayed. Why? Because at the end of the day, (laughs) I don't want to feel God's wrath. (laughs) You know, so something says stop asking all them questions and just get down and praying. And I did so. So you, you have times where God will communicate with you where you have to have no fear because the fear would be, are you praying for a godly person or or evil person? You know what I'm saying? And and what kind of spirit is operating out of this person? But when God tells you to do something, you got to do it. That's part of exercising wisely given his direction. Another example is there was a person who was, because I used to know the person, and I don't really, I'm not around this person anymore. The person said, do, the, do a podcast. And in the beginning, I kept getting messages that I should do the podcast, but then it was just like, should I really do the podcast? Me of all people. So this person that's jealous of me when they mentioned it, 
I was just like, why? And they said, you have the voice. And then I said to myself, this person must be setting me up for failure. (laughs) But I've grown to realize that God will give you messages through people you would never think to give you a message. So that person giving me that message was confirmation about what God already told me. Mm-hmm. The next one example is, and this is all a part of two, is um, I would say boldness, courage, where you speaking out could have had consequences in a negative sense. So I know I told you all some time ago in one of my earlier episodes where I was going to the gym at four or five o'clock in the morning and it was dark outside. The construction crew, the way the highway is, they were parked so you couldn't see it. They had no, I don't even know if they had lights on. All I know is I turned to get on the highway and I could feel I was rolling over something. So it's kind of like you walking over glue. And they were laying down uh, blacktop. I guess that you would say, the blacktop. And then I, I heard some yelling. And when I looked to my, my left, I saw the cop and a construction crew. And they were cursing and all this other stuff. And then they told me to pull over. So in my head, I was like, oh, God, I'm going to get a ticket now. What did I do? I didn't see the cones. But then me and my self... <laughs> got out the car they didn't ask me to get out but I did and I got my cell phone and I literally took a picture of the area and when the cop came up he started cursing and the construction work and all this other stuff normally this is not something I would do flesh wise but my spirit acted and I said y'all didn't have any indications that y'all was doing work I know it's four or five o'clock in the morning, but the gym is open and y'all didn't have no indication, no, no, no cones, no tape, no nothing. I don't even see flashing lights. I see one light and that's the street light. So how was I? And then the guy who was doing the, uh, the blacktop or whatever it is he was doing. He, at that point, when I got out the car, he was just putting on his jacket, his reflector jacket. So, you know, anything could have happened. Anyway, that wouldn't have been something that someone should do, I would say. But it's something that I said, and then after a while, they apologized, and one guy said, I messed up, meaning he messed up. And I said, I said, um, no problem. <laughs> I was, and then I made a joke, like, thank God I didn't roll over anybody, because I ain't got on my contacts, you know. And, and then, you know, jokes were said, and I turned around and made it seem like I deleted the pictures even though I didn't because I said you know I don't want to get no ticket in the mail I'm gonna gonna have to uh fight the ticket (laughs) you know so I pretend like I deleted the pictures and then I jumped in the car and he directed me where I could you know go I will add this when I first when the guy first told me to pull over and I pulled over I was a little bit afraid and then I don't know Well, I do know it was the Holy Spirit that was acting in and through me. And I said what I said. When I originally told you all about the story, I didn't tell you all everything because my fear was that 
the ticket would sneak in the mail and then all of a sudden I have to pay this ticket. And we all know how some situations go, even though you're not in the wrong you go to court and you try to fight it and you still got to pay that ticket. So I didn't tell everything. Uh, there was one cop who was extremely angry and he kept eyeing me like evil eyeing me. And the whole time I was just doing what I do. And it wasn't until I got to the gym and I sat down and reflected on the bench about what happened where it was just like, Oh my goodness, you know, I could have gotten into a whole lot of trouble. That whole situation could have went left and all that other stuff. But that shows you the power of God. And it happened the way it was supposed to happen. One other thing is that <laughs> even now, I started to take out this example. And then all of a sudden, when I started to take it out, I, I tripped and almost <laughs> like crashed into the uh, the counter. So I said, you know what, let me just leave it alone. So my thing is, is that the Holy Spirit sometimes will guide you to do some things that normally will have consequences in the world. You know, was I scared that night? Um, I was, when I was doing what I was doing, I wasn't. But then when I got to the gym and I sat down on the bench, I said, girl, are you out of your mind? <laughs> what were you thinking of? Then my heart was racing after the fact. Yeah, so that's an example. Number three. Well, is this number three? This is, yes, number three. Spirit led to do things. So that was, that prior example with the black top is your spirit leading you to do some things but now I'm gonna give you another one scripture Nehemiah Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 30 for many years you were patient with them by your spirit you warned them through your prophets yet they paid no attention so you gave them into the hands of the neighboring peoples so you basically it says that you know God gives words then there's people out there that refuse to listen and basically whatever happens happens I give you this example before I start there's going to be a time where you're going to have to do some things even though people are not paying attention or listening to you so this example is recent I stepped into a, 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 a group where I kept saying, why am I doing this? Like, why? You know, the questions a woman always asks. Why? 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 That's kind of how you know that uh, you're a woman and God is a man. Because God will tell you to do some things and then you as a woman just ask all sorts of questions. Why am I, why am I here? What am I here for? Am I here to see somebody? Like, what's really going on? So, there was this lady in the group off the back from day one I felt something about her number one she got my name wrong and the way she did it she didn't correct it she played it like whoever I was wasn't that important it was one of those things like if your name is uh Tasha she'll say Tareen and you say something like my name is Tasha yeah what excuse me <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's how she is. Rude. But she called herself a Christian. Okay, so that was day one. Day one, I said something about her. I can't pick pick it up right now. Just the whole getting the name wrong. Because I'm going to tell y'all now, when you cannot pronounce someone's name, just ask them, how do you pronounce your name? And if you get their name wrong, just if you decide to do things off your own recognizance, you just say, oh, I apologize. How do you pronounce it again? And then you keep pronouncing it until you get it right. Simple. Or you can say something like, do you have a nickname? And I'm going to keep learning how to pronounce your name till I get it right. Simple. Anyway, she had no intentions of correcting how to pronounce my name. I found a problem with that. But then there was, I said that there's something about her that I'm not feeling outside of that. It's that whole interaction. Next time, uh, God gave me a message. So I put the message out for everybody, not realizing up until now. And when I say now, I mean literally today that the message was really for her. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like the reason, because even after the fact, I'm like, why am I here? Like, what is it? It's something about whatever she's going through that she needs to learn her lesson. And God is using me to deliver that a message to her. Okay. So God will lead you to do some things. But God also will give you that intuition, that feeling when a person is talking about you indirectly. I always call this a coward move. Because I feel like if you want to say something to me, just figure out how to say it with love and kindness, but say it to me. Because when you talk, I've learned, and I had someone laughing about this because I told them to. I said when people talk indirectly and they don't have the guts nor the balls to say it to you, ignore it. Let them waste their time until they're ready to say whatever they got to say to you. And that's what I do. So... She basically was saying things indirectly. Her thing was that in a roundabout way, she doesn't like when people, God give people gifts and they always feel the need to tell about their gifts. So I sat there and I said, she talking about me? (laughs) And then my spirit kicked in. I'm telling y'all this, when I give messages Y'all know this. If you listen to most of the messages, I'll say what came to me, what God said to me, what the message he, you know, instilled to for me in me for me to tell you all or whatever have you. That's how I go about it. You understand what I'm saying? If people ask me and they say, how did you get your gift or how does it come? Sometimes I'll even say, you know, when I was in the shower or when I was cooking or when I was cutting up onions, I don't always tell how it came to me because one of the things I do know is that I know my enemy is listening to the podcast Mm -hmm. and that enemy is doing things in the background to try to prevent me from connecting with God so I don't always tell everything right and it's not every message that I tell you all especially if it hasn't come to pass in my life where okay I say this happened okay now I gotta let me get this message out but I noticed with this particular person, going back to this, this lady, every time I say, 
something like God said and I want to tell you all this message she tries to shut me up and that lets me know that she has a problem with what I say and on the flip side one of the things outside of her messing up my name which I think is fairly easy to to pronounce my name you may get a word I mean a, a letter or something wrong and not stress a particular letter but I don't understand was the fact that I said to someone I noticed she always referenced Jesus but never talks about God and I said it could be me I need more time with that so I could say and this is what I feel on the inside of me so I'm gonna go with what I feel for right now until I know otherwise but even when praying or doing certain things or saying certain things it's always Jesus and not acknowledging God a lot of times so I said well what is wrong with this I said something's wrong but you know I got more time with her today what came to me is that the message that I had to give out was specifically for her and I said to someone else you know one of the reasons why when it comes to spiritual warfare people get defeated is because when God is sending them a message or God is trying to talk to them they refuse to listen they shut people down who's delivering the message or they become a know-it-all and that's all I'm gonna say her problem so she feels I don't know what I'm talking about or whatever God can build a person at any age God could take a four-year-old and that four-year-old could have a gift I know a child like that where when I met the child I was like what the world will see as normal I said this child has a gift because their vocabulary was ridiculous and it's like they knew a lot spiritually they knew about and they call it good the 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 little the little person (laughs) calls people good people and bad people so that's how they identify good and evil and I said this person is special what I said to the to the parent is that you got to take that child under your wing and really work with them because they, they that person is special they see things that an adult don't even see that's out there in the world so back to the lady what was said to me by someone a friend of mine is that when God I think I told you when God gives you a message it's not about who don't receive it and who rejected and who got attitudes about it your main concern is just getting it out there doing what God wants you to do and I said true absolutely but I was still stuck on this woman like what was it about her and what came to me today literally was that the message that I had that I shared with everyone was specifically for her not that all the other people um didn't need to hear it or use it or whatever because I I gave messages to some of them individually but that message when I first got there was for her and she's rejecting it okay so number four the Holy Spirit now special skills what comes with the Holy Spirit is special skills 
you can have a baker who likes to bake but at the end of the day it's something with their serving cake or cookies and the stories they tell or how someone eats the cakes and cookies and sits down and reflect on their life and connect with God God gives people special skills he gives gifts accordingly in Exodus 14 and the reason why this Exodus 14 is one of my favorites is because it allows me to sit back and reflect on God's promises if he can do it for them he could do it for me so in Exodus 14 Moses led the Israelites and the Egyptians gave chase out of Egypt Moses connected with God and delivered on God's assignment and message Exodus 14 tells the story of Pharaoh's change of heart as far as the Israelites leaving Egypt he commanded his men to bring them back but Moses was like leading the Israelites and Moses let um begged God and God delivered God parted the Red Sea allowing the Israelites to cross it on dry land and when the Egyptians tried to cross God closed the Red Sea on them and they drowned Exodus 14 displays a number of things like God's promises like I said it shows that like in this case it was the land given to Abraham that he promised on delivering and it shows how Moses connected with God through the Holy Spirit and the last example is when it comes to the Holy Spirit there's a new birth that occurs when a when a when a spirit is present in you Romans 7:18 for I know that good itself does not dwell in me that is in my sinful nature for I have the desire to do what is good but I cannot carry it out when we in following the spirit's direction the holy spirit our flesh dies and the reason being is because the flesh is what can destroy us with things like being evil Colossians chapter 3 verse 5 put to death therefore whatever belongs to your earthly nature sexual immortality impurity lust evil desires and greed which is idolatry so I'm gonna give you an example <laughs> the other day there's this guy that's just like he's a piece of work and this is another subject I want to talk about sometime as soon as I finish doing all my research on it it's called toxic masculinity he has a problem with women in higher positions um and yeah he got deep-rooted issues he feels certain people are beneath them so while he do things like throw paper or do certain things or want to raise his voice the other day something happened and I didn't react and I sat there quiet and when I tell you <laughs> I got in my car and I sat there and I said why did I do that this happened again like this was the second time is somebody trying to do something to me and this and this and that and because that's not me oh, I should have gave it to him like just told him all about himself told him off and said this and said that and 
and I, I didn't and then when I got home what came to me was that it's the Holy Spirit and he wanted me to react and I wanted so bad to be like you Pee Wee Herman looking like <laughs> just I wanted to say something to make him so angry but I could it's almost like something has your mouth nailed shut and I said this is not the first time it happened the first time it happened child I was like boiling I was boiling over it was like no I need a redo I need to jump back in front of this person's face I don't remember who it was it might have been a woman I don't know something happened and I was like I need to jump back in that person's face and say everything I want to say and then be done with it and dare them to step to me and we could take it outside yup yeah but that day it just didn't happen <laughs> it didn't happen and there's times I wanted to say certain things that you know I played out these scenarios in my head dark moments and then I got in front of the person and the person was like you know what what I did was messed up and I apologize and I wasn't expecting that and I was like what no we need to take this another step further let me go get my um my bat <laughs> but yeah things just didn't happen the way I expected and, and and I know now that when it comes to the Holy Spirit and you you pray and say God work in me and through me there's gonna be times where God wants you to act and there's gonna be times when God doesn't want you to act there was a time where God was like you don't have to be nice <laughs> and, and I was just like what and then the, and, and when that came to me it was just like okay uh what is about to happen because something's about to happen. Yeah. It's basically God taking over your spirit. Or your body. And stuff. Yeah. And and one of the things is that. This question should have been called. Uh, the Holy Spirit versus the worldly spirit. Versus demonic spirit. Because when a person. Operating in a demonic spirit. It ain't. It's definitely not holy. But it ain't worldly either, cause demonic spirit do whatever they want to do. They do whatever they. Let's like that's the demons taking over that shell. Yup. So that's it for today. For more sign up for a session, go to my website seriouslyfocusedjohnny.com. Check me out on YouTube. Like, subscribe, click the notification. Check out my store. Check out the downloadable document. Have a blessed week, y'all. Later.